0: Hey mama, welcome back to Mama's Mission. You're here with Deb and we are talking all things discipleship, how to teach our kids about Jesus, point them to Jesus. And today we're actually going into the nitty gritty of how to connect with our kids and their hearts in particular. I have a special guest with me called Belinda Letchford. She is a mum of four. She lives in the top of Western Australia. She's an empty nester and she's a parenting coach. She has a podcast as well and her heart or her passion is to talk about heart-focused parenting. We go into... What is heart-focused parenting? How do you get your kids' hearts? Is it something we need to capture? Is it something we already have? How do we connect with our kids, especially in those slightly older years? It's really important to do so, and how do we do that? And most importantly, we talk about the overlap between heart-focused parenting and and actual discipleship because there's a huge link there. I was so blessed by this discussion, Mama, and I know you will be too. So I pray that you keep listening and enjoy it. Hey, Mama, welcome to Mama's Mission. Do you wish pointing your kids to Jesus could be simple? Are you overwhelmed with no schedule and good habits? So, what you want to achieve, like discipling, doesn't happen? Do you have the best intentions to read that devotion with the kids, but after a bit you lose your groove and feel that pointing your kids to Jesus is too hard? Hey I'm Deb. I too was overwhelmed with the concept of discipling my littles. I was inconsistent in showing my kids Jesus, jumping from one idea to the next, and I wish for some structure to my day to make that happen. I wanted some routines and ideas on how to point my kids to Jesus, but I kept telling myself this is too hard and will take way too much time until I found routines and habits. In this podcast, you'll discover what discipling your kids is and looks like, how to schedule time in to point your kids to Jesus, and what tools you can use to help you so that you can be the mama living out her greatest mission to show her kids Jesus. So grab a coffee, or maybe two, Kick back and get ready to launch into your mission. Before we get into the interview, did you know, Mama, that I have a free Facebook community called Teaching Your Kids About Jesus? It has been a wee bit quiet there this week because I've been fighting this bug that has attacked our family. It kicked my butt, but I'm here to tell you that usually. In the group, it's pretty pumping. I go in there every Tuesday to share a live, and it's a live on teaching you how to point your kids to Jesus. It's a group where we can encourage each other in the highs and lows of mamahood, we can inspire each other to point our kids to Jesus, and so much more. I know you're going to get heaps out of it. So, if you want to join us, the link is in the description, or you could join it at bit dot lee forward slash teaching your kids about Jesus I would love to have you there thank you so much Belinda for coming and joining us here at mama's Mission it's such a privilege to have you and where I can actually um, gauge a little bit on what's on your heart
1: yeah thank you I'm excited to be here
0: well before we kick off into the interview would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself sure. Well, um, first up, we
1: live in the far north of Western Australia and in a sense that shapes our family life a lot. Um, So we live on a small farm Um, my husband is a vet and he flies around the top end of Australia, North Australia, servicing the cattle industry. We have four children who have all grown up now and left home. We all left home within about six months of each other. So that was like from, you know, go to woe really quickly. <laughs> um, we homeschooled the, the kids from prep through to year 12. And so that also shaped our family life a lot, you know, quite well. It defined everything, really. It gave us a lot of opportunities to do certain things. Me personally, like I say, I'm an empty nest and I in, I enjoy scrapbooking. I'm learning to use Photoshop, which is just a huge program. So lots of learning to happen there so I can scrapbook. I really miss playing with fabric. Um, I did a lot of that when my kids were really little before we started homeschooling. And so I'm really wanting to get back into that. But haven't yet. So, but years and years ago, when oh, Jess was a baby, God really spoke to my heart about being an older woman in the in the church and encouraging the younger women. At that time, though, I had no idea that that would be more than just my local community and. No, no understanding of the technology that's just become so normal now. But back when Jess was a baby, you know, I was still phoning my mum and using letters to be in touch with her on the other side of the country. Um, so now we've got Zoom and you know, podcasts and all the, you know, all the things. So I have been able to blog and um podcast and be on social media to do that what god has put on my heart so many years ago so that's what i'm doing now with parent coaching
0: oh that is so cool that is awesome i love it how remote you are like western australia and the top of western australia um pretty remote but that is so cool how you can still live out through technology what god has placed on your heart that's so special so Obviously with you have a podcast called Heart Focused Parenting. And I really want to talk talk about you know talking to our kids and capturing their hearts really. So my first question is, do you actually do we have our kids' hearts initially or do we actually have to capture them?
1: That's a really good question because <laughs> that phrase, capturing our children's heart is what got me into all this in the first place? Because oh, wow. we heard that phrase, yeah, way back when um, our kids were little, you know, um, thirty years ago. So captured Charles' heart, and Peter and I really liked that phrase. We kind of thought, yeah, that's 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 what it's about. And yet we couldn't actually explain what that really meant. What does that mean? And we thought, if we can't actually explain it, then how do we know that we're doing it? And so I, that's what actually got me started to look into the word heart. What does the Bible mean when it says heart? And so I learned that the heart is that place inside each of us that holds and processes our beliefs, our values. Um, our emotions, passions, determines our will. All of those things is what the Bible means when it talks about heart. So, yeah, so I think often we think that to capture their heart means that we need to have a relationship with them or or that it's an emotional thing. And yet it's so much more. So when I started to see that it was so much more, it Changed how I saw that phrase, "capture your child's heart," and ultimately, what I wanted to happen was for God to capture my child's heart. Mm. And so, to capture means to grab hold of, to you know, to catch it, um, to yeah. yeah, to grab hold of. Yeah. And I wanted God to grab hold of my kids' hearts, and so that kind of made me question that phrase and even your question to a a degree, um, what my role was, what I came to understand my role is about me being an influence in my children's lives. That's the parenting side of things. So my role is to influence my children's hearts and to um, disciple their hearts. So to influence their beliefs, their values, their emotions and passions and their choices, their will. And so as a parent to influence those things so that God can capture those things in our child. It's not just about capturing their heart to believe in Jesus. That's not what the heart means because the Bible says, you know, out of what's in our heart comes everything. Yeah, And so we need to be teaching everything, you know, so everything comes out of what you believe and what you value and what you, how you process your emotions because that affects your choices. And so capturing our children's heart just changed for me slightly um, and it can kind of be a bit pedantic maybe, but I'm all about using the right words. I try and use words that help me do the right thing and so so I put a bit of a twist on that so interesting question I don't know if I've answered it
0: no you have actually and that lines up so well with where I'm at with discipling my kids and just getting really intentional and I love that word that you used influencing because at the end of the day it would be perfect if we could say with all this hard work we're doing This is the product that we're going to have at the end, but that's not the way that God works. And he wants our children to make the choice for themselves, but we can do our part by influencing them along the journey. And that's, That's that's so cool. So you've touched a little bit on it. You've talked about how it's about influencing discipling. So could you give us some examples on what that looks like for you?
1: What heart-focused looks like or what discipling
0: looks like? Well, I guess guess heart-focused, heart-focused, and hmm. then if you can touch a little bit on discipling too.
1: Sure. So to me, heart-focused means that a parent needs to be prepared to address the issues of the heart. So I've, I've touched on that. So the first thing I always come back to is that it's actually about our actions not our children's actions. So as a Christian parent, I need to respond in all ways that are God-honouring. Yeah. And so that that's my first first point. So as a Christian, I need to have my heart right. So I need to have my beliefs, my values, my emotions, my passions, my character, my choices lining up with God. And so for me to be a heart-focused parent, a Christian heart-focused parent, then my heart needs to be um, filled with, you know, my my beliefs need to be focused, need to be in line with God's beliefs, what God says is true. My values need to be in keeping with what God values. And um, my emotions need to line up with God's truth, my choices All of that. So the first thing about heart-focused parenting is that my heart needs to be in a good place as well, in a healthy place, aligned with God's word. And then it looks like um, teaching those things. So teaching our children what is true according to God's word, teaching our children what um, morals God values, the virtues that God values. And teaching our children how to process their emotions that line up with God's truth. And it doesn't mean we can't be sad. I'm not saying we can't have negative emotions. But ultimately, if God is, Jesus is Lord of our life, then that includes processing our emotions according to God's truth. And um, so it's about teaching those things. And then it's about Helping our children process that and come to a place where they too believe that God's word is true, and then come to it, helping them come to a place where they can make their choices based on what they know in their heart is true. So it's very much about teaching our children heart stuff and then holding them accountable to that heart stuff. An example might be if our Child takes their siblings toy, for example. And we can tell them, don't do that. God says, don't do that. Right? That's stealing, that's a bit extreme, but that's kind of the heart issue of just taking what doesn't belong to you. So, but by being heart-focused, we want their heart, we want them to believe and value. What God believes and values, we need to do more than just tell them that that was wrong. We need to explain it to them and bring their thinking back to the word of God so that they can process that. And that's what the heart is all about. It's about processing that and coming to a choice and rather than us as a parent just telling them. So... um yeah, so teaching them, holding them accountable, and but also I think another example would be to um, give them forgiveness and chances to have a do-over because that's yeah. what Jesus does to us. So, you know, copying how Jesus relates, relates to us when we do the wrong thing, he um, has sent the Holy Spirit to teach us So we want to, we don't, we can't replace the Holy Spirit in our children's lives, but we can work with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will use us to teach our children all that Jesus taught, and then to walk in His ways. So that's kind of what it means to me, kind of.
0: No, that's awesome. That's awesome because that's totally in alignment with discipleship. It's all about modeling and walking the talk and it's a whole lot of teaching too and on top of your average parenting job it can seem quite intense at times and especially you know listening to heart focus you know we're not just giving a a command or you know an instruction Mm. we have to go further than that and at times I can imagine especially for me at the end of the day, that would probably be the last thing you really feel like doing, especially when you've just reached your wit's end. But this is what we're, we're here to do. You know, we're here to, to touch their hearts. And ultimately, you know, we want to model Christ and he wouldn't just give out a command like that. And he's way better than that.
1: <laughs> that that's so true. Uh, I think we need to probably take some pressure off ourselves i'm not quite sure how we do that but we need to (laughs) i I think that's about when when we feel that pressure we would have to ask ourselves and am i lining up my emotions with what god says yeah because usually that's not what god wants us to do you know he he will strengthen us and he will guide us he will give us wisdom and insight and strength and he he um, will be there for us. And so if we're feeling we can't, then what is it that we're not believing about God that we need to realign our heart with with God's truth? And that doesn't mean it's not hard. it is hard. and um, but one of the things that helped me because my husband worked away from home and he was away, For 10 days at a time, irregular times. And, you know, that's a very common lifestyle here in Australia, anyway, a fly in, fly out type of workload. And so I was home by myself for a lot of the time when my kids were young. So one of the things that helped me was to really, really know that what I was doing was important, to really, really know that my focus needed to be on my kids and that that was valuable. And so when I knew that, I was able to let go of other things that might have put extra pressure on me to achieve. So and I think today we are very much about doing all the things. Oh, yeah. I just pushed against that so much because I couldn't do all the things and have the emotional reserves to meet my four children where they were at in all areas of their life, which is what was my job. And so, you know, I, I think we we take on too much that distracts us from what is truly important, and yet we have to come to a place of contentment with God that our children and addressing their hearts and helping them grow in all areas of their life is important enough for my focused time.
0: Yeah, that's really good, actually. Just that confirming again how important our role as a mama is. And, you know, just getting your priorities in line. And as we were just talking then, I think, you know, I just felt on my heart the Lord was saying. He doesn't want this motherhood journey to be a struggle. He doesn't want this to be something that we have to endure to get to, I don't know, 18 when the kids leave home and you're like, freedom. He wants more (laughs) than that. He wants it. I mean, he doesn't, let's be real. It's never going to be completely perfect, but he wants us to find joy and contentment in this season. And that's what we're hoping for. It's not something that we want to have to endure and for it to be a hardship
1: yeah that's so good that's so true and you know god gives us our children as a blessing and we treat them as a burden because (laughs) we have our eyes on other things and um and i think if we can see the other the other thing that when you're saying that was that our family god god you know the whole church thing is supposed to be a family and so family is obviously very important to God and there should be life and joy because we're coming together with for God's purposes and God you know this is one of the things that really kind of motivates me is that I deeply want Christian families to be strong so so they can reflect God's love and While we're distracted, while we carry many things, while we're seeing our kids as a burden, we're not reflecting God's love. We're not showing our kids love and we're not showing the world God's love. And, um, yeah, I I read this book, and this is a bit of a tangent, but I read this book called, now I'm going to forget what it's called, (laughs) Live Live a Questionable Life, I think it was called. And I gave it to my kids and one of my kids said to me, so how did you leave, leave, live a questionable life? And so, you know, the premise of the book is live a life so that people ask you questions about how and why you did that and the answer obviously being Jesus. And I said, well, you kids are my questionable life. You know, you the way that we still have a relationship with adult children is questionable today. Like, mm. how did you do that? Why did you do that? Um, the fact that you kids um, have a relationship with each other is testimony to our questionable life. Yeah. And, and so you know, that to me is what motivates me to talk to Christian parents because I want them to be able to, I deeply want them to be able to reflect God's love within their family and then to show God's love because of their family to the world.
0: Mm, That's cool. So for the mum who feels that they're not on the same page with their kids and that she doesn't even know if she has their hearts, what would you say to encourage her?
1: Well, the only way that we can be an influence on our children's hearts is by the strength of our character and our relationship with them. So I would encourage her just to keep on going. Keep on going in making well, making sure that her responses, her character is consistent with God's ways, but then making sure that she is available and connecting with her kids and just keep on being there for them. Um, we need to get to know our kids get to know what makes them laugh, what makes them tick, you know, what really lights the fire in their life, what they struggle with, uh, who their friends are, what their interests are. You know, that's getting to know our children. And I think if we don't feel that we are on that same page, that really is the starting place and that is the only window we're going to have to influence our children's hearts is by having a relationship with them and for them to see us as the real deal you know for them to see that we are like you said before walking the talk and so those two things the strength of our character and the strength of our relationship will be what opens doors into our children's hearts you know one of the things that I really miss with my kids having left home is the movies that we used to watch together. And they stretched me, I tell you. They wanted to watch things that I wasn't that interested in, but I did it because it was a way of me connecting. And I'm talking about teenagers and young, you know, those later teen years. Yeah because and because that's often when parents start to get anxious about not having their children's hearts because they start to feel time's running out and so you know my kids would you know want to watch this movie and so I it was nothing wrong with the movie it just wasn't my thing and so I'd watch it with them and I'd you know it meant that I could joke with them I could Enjoy their one-liners. It meant I could make these insider jokes, which they thought was pretty cool that I could do that. And they um, that it builds connection when you do things together that they like as much as what you know. as a, As a parent, we often do the things that we like. But uh, yeah. for us to step outside of our comfort zone and do things, you know, Minecraft is something that. I I don't know if it's as big as it was when my kids were young, but I just don't get it. I don't (laughs) it. I just don't get it. But I will listen. I will ask questions. I will um, find the appropriate place in our family for the new technologies and so forth that are coming in because they are the things that will build connection with our kids. And it's that connection that will allow you to go the next the next level.
0: Yeah, it's really just putting self aside for a wee bit, isn't it? And yes. you know especially I mean we're having to do it at the moment because I'm taking my daughter just on half hour dates every week, but the reason it's really special for her, yes it's one on one time with her, but it's something she gets to pick. And yeah. the other day I said to her, because it was always like the movies or something like that. And I said, it doesn't always have to have a cost attached to it. So she picked um, jumping on the trampoline. My goodness, I have not jumped on the trampoline in how goodness knows how long. And it actually, it wore me out after five minutes. I was like, when is this time going to end? But I actually had the best time. And she now, when I say to her, what do you want to do next week? It's always jump on the trampoline. <laughs> so I think <laughs> Yeah, that was definitely the workout of the week telling her. <laughs> but it was it was putting myself aside. And okay, I gotta say, if I had to look at a good book or and cuddle up on the couch or choose to go outside and jump on the trampoline, I know which I'd prefer. But yeah. the fact that she just talked about that for so long and as we were doing that activity her she just we just chatted she shared a whole lot of stuff um just in a natural way and I thought that was so cool so you're so right it's coming alongside them putting putting yourself aside at times and just doing what they want to do
1: yeah and it's a part of you know I know with my own friends I know them I know how they like to connect, you know, and I know um, what I can do for them to relieve some of their stress in their life. Well, our children are no different and they're little people with preferences, with inclinations, with stresses, and um, we need to find a place that we can connect with that.
0: Yeah, I so agree. So how does knowing my child's heart or your child's heart relate to helping and pointing them to Jesus? I think we've basically covered that. It's kind of, they overlap really nicely, don't they?
1: They do. They do. Let me just say one one little kind of clarifying thought is that we, we so much want to align our children's behavior with the word of God. And I think that's the biggest flip around that we've got to process when when we look at this idea of being heart focused. It's not about their behaviour; it's about their beliefs. And if we can if we can make that difference, make that flip around, it changes everything. Now, if they change their beliefs, their behaviour will change. It's kind of a, a process. But I think a lot of Christian parenting just jumps in and says, your behaviour needs to match the Bible. Yeah. And, you know, we want them to, we don't want them to steal. We don't want them, we want them to tell the truth. We want them to do their chores and we want them to go to church. And that's Christian behaviour for kids, you know. Mm. But um, we we want to point them to Jesus and Jesus is about the heart and He gives us a new heart, which means we look at the whole world differently. And so just for parents to be thinking about, am I just demanding Christian behavior or am I helping my children to understand why and how and letting them make those choices?
0: That's really good. That's a really good reminder, actually, because it is true. Even myself, sometimes, you know, you look at their behavior and you're like, oh, you know, that's not what we're supposed to be doing, but you're so right. It's about the heart and shifting that mindset, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Belinda, I have so appreciated our conversation today. And I know our listeners, my listeners are going to get heaps from this. Are you able to share with them how they can find out a little bit more about you? First
1: up is my website. That pretty much gives you the links to everything. So that's Belinda Latchford. Um, Sorry, BelindaLectra.com. So there you'll find my free weekly email, which I call Heart Boosters. So a little little uplift every week that comes out. And when you sign up for that, you also get access to my resource library, which is just a collection of printables that helps mum to stay on track and remind her heart, remind her kids' heart of certain things. I offer one-to-one coaching via Zoom. Um, and you can find the details for that. I keep the prices fairly affordable um, because you know we are we are families. We've got lots of expenses going on there. but I do offer one-to-one coaching. and if you can't do that, then I'm happy to talk via email as well. All those details are on my website. And I, like you said, I have the weekly podcast. And that comes out Australia time Monday morning. Mm -hmm. What else? Oh, I'm on social media. So Instagram at Belinda Ledgeford and Facebook. Um, I keep getting this one wrong. Heart-focused parenting. I shouldn't get it wrong, but um, sometimes (laughs) it gets spelt wrong. So heart-focused parenting is my
0: Facebook page. Oh, that's awesome. I will leave all the links in the description for the listeners.
1: (laughs) That'll be great. Probably better than what I've just done. (laughs) So thanks.
0: (laughs) Well, Thank you so much for joining us today. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Mama's Mission. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks, guys mama i can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said it lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at mama's mission so either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on instagram at a dash of deb or better yet join the family by subscribing to our newsletter the link is in the description be blessed mama